everyone, and welcome to the Texas Hemp Coalition podcast. I'm your host and executive director of the Texas Hemp Coalition, Alyssa Nolan. And today we have a very special guest from Flex Payment Solutions and one of our executive board members, Mr. Michael Bogowski. How are you doing today? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to have this conversation. Definitely. And I'm excited for our listeners and Texans to hear a little bit more about what you guys do over at Flex. So if you could start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and uh, what y'all are involved in in the hemp space. Absolutely. So I think we're the only executive board member that's not based in Texas. So we're outside of St. Louis. Um, We've got some sales reps in Texas. So we uh, are in the state all the time and we uh, participate in the hemp space, obviously, like you said. So that was our main reason for joining the coalition as an executive member in the first place. We are, and this is kind of how we operate all the time, we're, we're a helping resource for all the groups we work with. So what our group does is payment processing um, from a retail or an online standpoint when someone uses a debit card to pay or sometimes businesses will actually use like a essentially reverse direct deposit, which is an ACH to pull straight from a business's account. Uh, we facilitate all of that processing. So when you actually go make a payment with a business, that business usually isn't running their own uh, payment processing show. They'll use a group like us who has a bunch of technology and a bunch of bank relationships to help facilitate all of that. So that's what we do in the hemp space. And we like to think that we do it a little different than the normal big processors of the world, your squares, your stripes, et cetera, starting just with the fact we're a family-owned company. So I helped start the company with my partner, Rob Zeitler, who's our president. His family owns the holding company that owns us. Um, My brother is on the sales force. It's a very intimate group. And because of that, we're very sensitive to taking care of our clients and we're very sensitive to approaching relationships really from a uh, like a business consulting standpoint rather than kind of a sales pitch standpoint. I don't like to walk into a room and say, hey, you know, here's what we've gotten. Here's why, you know, you're stupid for not using it. We more approach it. And this is what we've done with all of our uh, our hemp clients so far as what are your pain points? What are your problems? What are you missing? And then we try to fill those gaps. So all of our customers are focused what they need to be focused on, which is developing awesome products and getting them out to the consumers that need them. We are blessed to have you here in the state of Texas. I know that a lot of our retail stores and farmers are dealing with really, really high interest rates um, when they're using uh other platforms. So can you tell us a little bit about how your company could help our Texas farmer and Texas retailer when they're making their sales so that they're getting the highest profit possible? Absolutely. So like you said, to start its price, I mean, there's a lot of overpricing in this space, I think, just because it's historically been pretty hard to bank, uh, pretty hard to get processing for. The, The business is obviously legal, but one thing to kind of understand about payment processing is banks don't take everything. They're very conservative. And by that, not even just based on, let's say, chargebacks or financial risk, sometimes they just don't like specific products because of ideology or just the the board, the way they feel about things. So this industry's historically been hard to place. It's not necessarily that way anymore. And I say this to people all the time. If someone's telling you, hey, you need to pay five, six, seven percent on your credit card processing because you're high risk and this is so hard to place. It's not really true at this point. 
So obviously you want to get with providers that are being honest with you about rates, which are being fair about rates. Like you're going to have a bit of a premium in this space, but it shouldn't be two or 3% over what you would normally pay at this point. So that's obviously the first way we help. We, we try to be very reasonable with pricing and we try to be very open to renegotiating as we develop relationships. We're, we're a big relationship shop. We like to stay with our customers long-term. We like to get to know you. We like to come out and see you. So all of those things are kind of a working progress as we go. And then from there, I think it's just a general, like I said, consulting attitude. We stay in touch with our customers at all times. We're constantly developing things that fit their specific needs because obviously we can just go turn around and sell that to other people then. So like we don't charge for customization generally. We're very open in that regard. And then one thing I will comment on as well, it's not necessarily a, hey, we can get more money out of our product or get better margin out of our product note, but I think it's really important. And that's, we can provide redundancy. So if you're with a Square now, if you're with a bank now or a Stripe, but you've just got one option, not the best idea in the world. We tell all of our customers all the time, have more than one flex, have three or four different payment processors. Because if a bank gets weird, or if something happens, maybe you try a uh, subscription model, ends up going bad, you get a bunch of chargebacks. Sometimes you'll get booted off of, of, a, of a program for that. And that's just the bank's call. And it's obviously an extenuating circumstance. But if you've got backups there, you don't have a major business interruption. We hear that all the time. We'll get calls from groups. Hey, I got shut down. I need you guys to get me up like today. Not always how it works. So having those backups there and those redundancies there for when you need them are really, really important. And one thing that we believe in is not charging huge minimums. So you can have us there as a backup if you need it. And I think that's really important to note as well. There's some groups that'll have you sign up and say, you know, our rates are reasonable and the bank is accepting you, but we need 10,000 or 20,000 in revenue a month out of you guys. Otherwise we're just going to charge it anyways. That's not something that we believe in either. Just because like I said, we see that redundancy is so important. Right. And, you know, I think that that's something that's becoming more important in the industry. And, and, I, and I wanted to touch on, you talked about banks a little bit. I know that we have a banking act that has um, been passed federally. So, you know, banks are feeling more comfortable. So let's talk a little bit about that. What are your, what are you seeing out in, you know, in, in your part of, you know, the banking world is, are you seeing banks being a little bit more open to, you know, letting their companies sell hemp products, cannabis products, you know, another one is a hot ticket here in Texas is Delta eight. Absolutely. So I think it's kind of a twofold thing that we're seeing here. So there are, and, and really this is true about banks. They will allow a lot more leeway on who they allow to bank with them, like checking accounts. Hey, you can deposit your cash here kind of thing versus who they will allow process for them. They banks look at those two things as generally totally separate. So what we're seeing right now is a ton of banks have been contacting us saying, hey, if you've got any groups that need checking accounts, if you've got any groups that you know need online banking or any of that, feel free to send them our way. We're, we're open to that business type now and we're interested in helping them out. So that's been extremely interesting. That's never been the case for us. We're always the one seeking out the banks, trying to convince them. Um, and that's been happening really the last like three or four months. Um, you know, early this year, some of that got started. So there's a lot of confidence growing there. And then just from the processing standpoint, 
we're adding two more processing banks to our suite. So obviously we're going out and finding more and more people that are interested in working in, you know, the payment system in this space like we do, and obviously getting to know a lot of these hemp clients very well. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all seen a difference in, in more banks being present in conversations, more of them coming to these expos and conferences to try to reach out to our farmers and our businesses and retailers. It's just been overwhelming. And and I know still in Texas, we, we've had some issues, but hopefully uh, we'll have more people that are interested or more banks out there that are interested in banking our companies, because we really do feel like this could be an industry. I think we can agree that is going to continue to grow. Absolutely. No. And I think the biggest thing for the uh, the merchant side of this business, you know, the, the providers of product, you should, I'm trying to think how to put this best. You should feel a little poked and prodded when you're getting onboarded with like a bank or a group like us. They shouldn't just say, hey, give me four business docs and we'll get you going. It's not a secure long-term environment if they're doing that. And that's just kind of the way it is in anything that's a little harder to place. So you should feel a little poked and prodded a little bit, but what you shouldn't feel, and we've heard this a number of times, because we'll get comments like, hey, this app's a little lengthy, you know, kind of thing. People want to move quick and I get it. But what we've heard a number of times is at least you guys seem like you know what you're doing. If you're boarding with a bank or a processor that's asking crazy questions and they clearly don't know how the industry works, I would consider that a red flag because again, fly by night's kind of the phrase we use, but you don't want groups coming in that are planning on charging for 18 months and then jumping out of the space just because they need a little boost in revenue. And that kind of stuff happens. So you've got to cover yourself in that regard for sure. And I think you bring up some good points or red flags. So when people are listening to this, I know a lot of our businesses are going to be looking at, you know, finding these banks that works best for them or finding these payment processors. So what is some, what are some advice pieces that you can give our um, businesses out there in the state of Texas when they're dealing with these banks and processors? Absolutely. I would say to start, do not be shy about asking for references. Um, They should be available. They, you shouldn't, you know, ask for 10, but I would, you know, make sure you're not the guinea pig at this point unless you really feel strongly about it, you shouldn't have to be the one to test out, hey, is this relationship going to work? I would seek out groups that have some clients. They don't need to have a hundred, but have some clients know what they're doing. Um, They're asking you the right questions. They're having you set things up the right way. And then I think otherwise, it's really to an extent, some of this stuff is just a gut feeling. Um, I mean, during the setup process, you're, you're going to get to know the rep boarding you and some of the underwriting crew pretty well. So just make sure you're, you know, it's proceeding the way you want to. I always think that there should be some back and forth. Like, you know, if you have some requests, maybe they can't fulfill them, but here's a way that we can at least get close. Like it, it should be a working relationship. A lot of this stuff is not just set it up and move on with your life because there's ongoing lab testing, there's ongoing review, like these relationships just based on the product type are pretty intimate. So you should feel super comfortable with the group you're working with. Because again, if you're not, when chargebacks come up, you know, when when random little problems here and there come up, it's going to be a lot harder to work through rather than a group, you know, you get on the phone, you talk it out, you don't end up losing a relationship out of the blue because of miscommunication. Right. So what are you seeing, you know, in the future with issues that we're going to have to work on, um, you know, this coming year um, involving your space in the hemp industry? 
I'm curious to see what happens with, and I think this affects the space on a number of levels. You brought it up earlier, Delta 8. So we're good with it now. Our, our banks are comfortable with it. Um, there's some extra kind of vetting that goes on when like our group, for example, boards uh, a merchant with Delta 8 products. But it, it's all good right now. I'm curious if more and more states are going to take any issue with that. And that's really not based on anything other than some states lately have. Um, but that's one thing that I know we're really, really keeping an eye on. And then the other one, and this comes up a lot, is just capital availability. We're not a lender per se, but we work with a lot of lenders on other sides of our business. And we're trying to get some ideas together to be able to get merchants in this uh, hemp space capital to buy equipment, to build new stores, whatever they need. Because from what we understand, that's still a big issue. And that obviously ties into banking, at least to an extent. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, we were at the Lucky Leaf Expo and obviously you guys were there as well. And we saw more and more Delta 8 companies that are popping up. And a lot of people are having a hard time, you know, finding these payment processors, finding these um, banks that are willing to bank Delta 8. And I think that's wonderful that you guys have found banks that are okay with it, that, that you've got a system set up because we see that that is the industry that's, or it's really a product that's upholding the industry in the state of Texas. Absolutely. No. And I, I think it's it's sometimes a little tricky if you're starting out as like a total startup, you haven't had any sales yet to have that in your product suite. I, I will be super open about that. I do think you get scrutinized a little bit more uh, just on the application if you're brand new and you're trying to do Delta 8. But yeah, otherwise, there there is certainly a way to do it. And again, you're going to get poked and prodded a little bit more when boarding. But it's a perfectly viable product right now. I think it's great for the state of Texas. So we really just need to, you know, make sure that, and this is part of our job as the coalition, obviously, make sure that major players aren't entering this space that are going to muck it up for everybody. Because that's the thing is if someone has a bunch of nasty batches of product or some stuff like that come out, it'll, it'll spiral very quickly. You know, the Delta 8 stuff's been tough to get on board, but it's all perfectly kosher. Everyone's obviously in agreement with that. We just need to keep it that way. I completely agree. You know, we always say there are good actors and there are bad actors of any industry. And uh, I think that we see, you know, you, what you said were the fly-by-nighters. And we want to make sure that this industry is something that can stay, um, that will be successful, that will create economic development. And it does take all of us to work together. So thank you all for being a part of the coalition, definitely. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys having us. Like I said, we have a presence in Texas, but that's certainly not our location. So we are uh, we are very happy to be a service provider and be a uh, an effort conduit wherever needed as we uh, work on coalition issues. Oh, definitely. So I, I would love to know what got y'all interested in the hemp and cannabis space? So we historically have worked in spaces that are hard to place. And so our team is very good. We do all of our in, our own underwriting. Um, we like do all of our own contract work. So we're pretty nimble in-house where we can work in some of these spaces that involve a little bit more effort. So it was really just an industry that came across our plate as, hey, this kind of fits the clientele we normally go after. And once we got a bank in this space, my brother and I are pretty passionate about this stuff. We were both college athletes. Uh, we're not big on like painkillers and like kind of the general medicine that frankly, both of us were pumped with when it was needed when we played. So we are in our company, a lot of 
we have, we've got users that buy from our clients all the time within our company. So I think our group just believes in the space as well, makes it easy to talk to people. It makes it easy to, uh, you know, maneuver as we need to when we're talking to clients. Um, so I think it's, it's those two things, really. It, was, it fit our wheelhouse, and then all of our kind of company believes in the space and believes in the benefits. So it was a no-brainer. Well, that's great. We always have to have people that are passionate about the industry and, and, you know, all different aspects of it, because we know that what we're trying to do here in the state of Texas is to build out the infrastructure for the hemp industry. And then for, you know, if there's a possible future cannabis industry in the state of Texas. So, you know, there's, there's a place for everyone. And, um, you know, I think it's important for our listeners to know that there are payment processors like yourself that do exist to get you those lower interest rates to protect your business. And I think it's very important. So um, where do you see the future of the hemp industry in our state and nation? I, I see this space as being huge. I, I really am not one that believes we're going to see federal cannabis legalization in the next like couple of years. So I think this space is still going to be the answer. And I think you can develop a lot of products to help people that are non-intoxicating, that are a little more friendly to get into if you're not necessarily coming from a background where you're comfortable with hemp and cannabis. And I I just see those things as huge. Like opioids are a major problem. They're not going to stop being a major problem. And to give people viable options on another side of things where they're confident, where they can, you know, read some research where a doctor can explain to them, here's the benefits you're receiving and obviously have that backed up by the companies selling it. I I just have super high hopes for the space. And some of the things that we've been seeing, even on the industrial side of things, absolutely fascinate me. I mean, we've got some, uh, some tribal clients that we work with, some Native American tribes, as well as just some private companies that are getting into the industrial side of this plant. And I don't think that's a market that's even been remotely tapped yet. I think you're going to see some unbelievable innovation out of that side of things. Again, still using the same plant that we're talking about. Oh, I definitely agree. And we know that Texas hopefully will be the king of the fiber market in our nation because of all of our land. But, you know, it just takes baby steps to get there and building out that infrastructure. And and it'll be exciting to see where our state goes and and the nation goes in this industry. Definitely. Absolutely. No. And then fiber is another great example as well. Yeah, I think it's almost to put it very loosely, it's like the less sexy stuff than product that's the next wave that's coming. So I, I would say anyone who's looking to enter the space, my two cents from just being a provider, look at some of that stuff. Cause there's a lot of people selling consumer products, but we haven't seen any major, major players start to corner some of that fiber and industrial stuff just yet. Oh yeah. I think we'll start seeing it here in a, the next few years. Um, and you know, we've seen rumblings of some processing facilities that might be opening up. And I think it's just one of those times where we need to start incentivizing people to come into the state of Texas. We're massive, we're huge, we're, we're business friendly, and we love anything economic development and job growth wise. So, uh, it, it'll be excited to watch the future. Absolutely. Nope. We're excited for it as well. We love getting together with all the Texans and talking ideas. There's certainly never a shortage. Oh, no, definitely not. Well, where can we find you guys online? Um, how can people get in touch with you? Yes. Yeah, so our website's just flexpaymentsolutions.com. Flex is spelled F-L-E-X, everything else spelled normal. 
Um, you can find us on LinkedIn as well. And uh, that'll lead you to kind of the players in our company right now. We're about 15 people. So we're not big, um, super familiar. If anyone were to board with us, you're going to get to know everyone very quickly. Um, so yeah, that's how you track us down. And if uh, there's an inquiry little page on the website that to be totally honest, still goes to me. So feel free to just go through that route if anyone wants to get a hold of us. And we'd love to set up some conversations and see what we can help you with. Well, I think that's wonderful. And for all the listeners, they actually helped the coalition with setting up our payment processing for membership. And it's really saved us a lot. And uh, we, we hope to continue to utilize them in the future. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being our guest today and talking to us about your journey in the hemp space and uh, your company. Um, so thank you so much. And uh, we hope to see you soon. Absolutely. No, thank you for having me. And I'm going to put you on the spot here just for listeners. Alyssa is a superstar for the coalition. Um, we are so thankful to have her. So thank you for all the effort. I know Flex hasn't been a member so very long so far, but uh, your, your presence has been very impactful. So I speak for everybody when we say thank you. Well, of course, it takes a village and it takes a team. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for joining us today on the Texas Hemp Coalition podcast. Thank you. Have a good one.